Welcome to the Have You Ever Podcast. My name is Michael Nielsen, a fitness enthusiast, lifelong learner who is always asking questions. Each week I will dive into topics you've always wanted to know more about, but never had the courage to explore. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of Have You Ever. This week I'm speaking with Stefan Washburn on the subject of the reality TV show Survivor. Stefan is a music producer and video editor residing in New York City. He is a mountain man at heart and loves good music and movies. Stefan grew up in upstate New York, surrounded by mountains and nature, and eventually moved to the big city to study film and audio. You can be sure to find Stefan in New York City with his headphones on listening to his favorite tunes. In Stefan's downtime, he is catching up on the latest episodes of Survivor, his favorite TV show. Stefan started watching Survivor from a young age and has been hooked ever since. Highlights of today's episode include, which of the 40 seasons of Survivor are Stefan's favorite? Which player Stefan relates most to and who he would model his game around if he had the opportunity to be on the show? And you get to hear Stefan and myself discuss early thoughts about the upcoming season of Survivor, season 41. Here is Survivor, with Stefan Washburn. Welcome back, everyone, to the Have You Ever podcast. I am pleased today to be joined with Stefan Washburn. Stefan, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? Excellent. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and why you love the game of Survivor. Well, hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Stefan. I'm uh, a 22-year-old recent college graduate living in New York City. Uh, I'm a freelance video editor, a music producer, and audio engineer. So I do a lot. And currently, I work a lot of like real estate listings and stuff like that. But I also make music. And I love Survivor because when I was really young, I started watching it. I think I started when I was like seven years old. And I haven't stopped watching since... And it's just, I think it's like the greatest reality TV show in the world. So, yeah. And I think it's important for you and I to talk about how we actually met. Uh, You know, we're much different in age and I live in Canada and you currently live in New York City or New York at least. So tell us how we met each other. Yeah, that's a funny story. Well, it's very interesting. So when I was, I think I was junior in college. Yeah, that's when season 29 of Survivor had come out around that time. And I loved I loved the season. I loved the cast, specifically these the mother-daughter duo, Missy Payne and Baylor Wilson. And they held a contest right after the show was over to like, what was it again? Like you visit, they get to come to your birthday party. Well, it's called Just Show Up. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Just show up. And you had to write them a letter. I remember that. And I wrote them like this two page. That was the limit, two page limit. I wrote a full two page handwritten letter about why they needed to come to my birthday party. And I thought that wasn't enough. So I had to tweet at them too. (laughs) I tweeted at them until they answered. And I was like, all right, they know who I am now. Uh, But then I ended up winning. Right. But they changed it. And they ended up flying all the winners down to Dallas, Texas for like a big event that she threw. That was called, what, what, what was the event called? The, oh, it's a jungle out there. Yeah. For Cheer for Your Life, which was her charity project. Yeah. Um, so both of us had won 
that opportunity for them to come to our birthdays. But as you said, they changed the last minute. So we both ended up flying down to Dallas and that's how we met. Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. I mean, the day we all got down there, I think we all like what we met up in the hotel lobby Mm -hmm. and like all the people that she had from survivor who like came down were there and we got, it was like a little mingling and we all got to meet each other and the survivor players, which was really cool. That was a fun moment. That was like one of my like moments where I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. Sitting, yeah. sitting down at a bar with Keith nail and Keith yeah. nail asking me, Hey, how would you have played my game differently? I'm like, what, uh, what? what? How was yeah. this happening? <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. Being able to talk to them just as people right in front of you and just being able to, you know, have a conversation about, about the game or about anything, like anything is just like, it's one of the coolest things. So Survivor has now aired 40 different seasons of the show. So which of those would you say is your favorite and why? It's so hard to pick a favorite. So like, and I know that's like probably an answer you would be expecting from someone (laughs) like me, but I could give you like my top three, which is really hard because they're all kind of tied. But like number one would be Survivor China because that was my first, that was the season I started watching. That was when I was seven years old. That was my first season still to this day holds up great season. And then heroes versus villains season 20. And then my third one is probably going to be worlds apart. Okay. So those um, are, those are all great seasons. Yeah. And they all like, they all have their little things about it that, and, and, and why, you know, personally why I like them so much, you know, like China being my first one, I think heroes versus villains for a lot of big fans would agree is like to this day, still one of the best seasons. And then worlds apart was kind of that moment when like I was meeting that was right after San Juan. That was right after 29. So it was around the time and we got to meet everybody from that cast specifically. Right. And that would have been before their season actually, or no, I think actually 30 had already aired and it was 31 was, um, already been shot and we yes. would have been seeing some of them on that. Right. Right. Exactly. So like, so like Keith was on 31 and that hadn't aired yet. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I think, yeah. That, so favorites. Yeah. Are 15, 20 and 30. And why? Cause uh, all those reasons right there. <laughs> so survivor does a really good job with casting some very unique characters over the years, you know, think about people like Richard Hatch and Johnny Fairplay and Poverty and Cochran, you know, very iconic people that people remember very well. Russell who would, Hans. Yes, another great one. So who, <laughs> who, who would you say is your favorite? Uh, I've had, yeah, I don't know. I feel like every season, you know, you have your person you root for, but there's always those few that stand out throughout the years. And like, I know it's like awful, but like, I loved Russell Hans's games. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically is the first two, which would be uh, Samoa and heroes versus villains. But man, like he just changed the game. Like he really came in and even though he need, he didn't win either of them, uh, the three times he played, he still like, he had such a big impact. Like forget about what he did. Cause some of the stuff he did was like oof, pretty bad. Like he was, he was tough, but like, that's the game. And at the end of the day, like he ended up changing the way a lot of people thought about it. So I, ha- I have to give it to Russell. Yeah. Um, I mean, searching for idols without a clue is probably the, one of the biggest ones. Yeah. And just to be able to be more aggressive in the game that survivor 
at least from a fan and those who are playing, it tends to be like, if you're going to win, you're going to have to make big moves in order to win the game. Right. And anything post Russell tends to have that idea that you need to show and prove the fact that you've made big moves in order to win the game. Right. And, and a big difference I've also noticed to go on, continue on that is that I think everything pre Russell was day one, everybody got to their beach and they made a shelter and like, you know, mingle, 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 maybe right. make an alliance here too. the nothing huge after post Russell. It was day one. You're on the beach. Sure. You work together on a shelter, but at the same time, everybody's going off different directions and talking to people. Setting things up for down the road. Exactly. Yeah. On and day one. Right. And so it, it's interesting when we think about that, the evolution of the game survivor very early on was more about surviving the elements. Let's right. keep the people who are well-deserving to keep us like who can get food and mm-hmm. the shelter and people can keep us alive. Whereas now it's kind of evolved in a much different way, much yes. more strategic than it was earlier on. Yeah, very much so. So it's interesting the timing in which we're recording this episode because tonight uh, was actually the season finale of Survivor Season 1, 21 years ago tonight. I did actually, I didn't even realize that until like an hour before we started talking and I was on Twitter and I saw a picture and it was like uh, the final three, which was Kelly, uh, Rudy, Rudy and... um, Famously, and Richard Hatch. Okay, Richard Hatch. I don't know, all these names are slipping in my head. But um, I saw it and I was like, wow, I didn't realize that. I mean, that I was so young, obviously. So I did not start at season one. <laughs> I was like a toddler. But yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. So 52 million Americans watched that episode. Yeah. And Survivor continues to be a huge success even today. You know, maybe not 52 million, but certainly a very well-watched show. Why do you think that others love this show so much? And why does it continue to be such a huge success on TV? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, like you said, uh, you know, we're still on, it's still on at, at 41 seasons now. And uh, I think it's just part of it's, it's just the dedicated fan base. I mean, it's like a community that these, these people like, these fans, like fans like you, I've met, you know, you can tell people really care about this show. Uh, so obviously I think that's a reason. Uh, also, I think it's, they never can, they never stop bringing like new stuff. They're, they're always willing to, to take risks and try new things, which can always be scary at times. You know, like if I was a producer on the show, I know I'd be like scared to try out a few of the uh, themes they've had in the past couple of years, you know? So I think that they're willing to take risks and try new things. And then also because they have such a dedicated, loyal fan base. I agree with you wholeheartedly. So speaking of that, you know, you talked a lot about uh, the twists and turns of the games that they've made over the years, which of those kind of twists would you say is your favorite and which was your worst? Oh, Oh man, that's tough. You know, I really was a fan. I still, yeah, I really like, I think I I have, I have two answers for that and they're very different, but one would be the fans versus favorites one. Uh, Cause the first time they did that was right after China. And I thought that theme, that idea, I thought that was really cool. Bring a bunch of past like 
people and then a bunch of fans and like battle it out. And like, you obviously would probably think the favorites are going to win, but more off, more often or not, then it's usually the fans who end up victorious right out the gate. And then it gets interesting from there. Um, and then also my other one is the brains versus brawn versus beauty, just because I think we've, they've done that twice now. And They've both been memorable seasons, nonetheless. First one, for sure. Second one, not as much, but still up there. So I just think that that theme has, has prevailed. Um, what about you? I have to ask yours as well. Well, I mean, I, some of the like more recent ones I haven't liked were like the twists of, like as we talked about before we started talking, like the Edge of Extinction. Yeah. Having an island where people go to after the game quote unquote, like when you get voted off, like survivor should be, you know, you get voted off the game and then you're done. So that I would say is probably like my worst twist in terms of like twists uh, and twists and like how they start the game are very similar because idols are a form of a twist of the game, but it's like a game within the game, but how you start the game is also a bit of a twist. So in terms of like how they've started seasons, mm -hmm. what I really liked was blood versus water. Mm -hmm. And they've done that twice now. Um, and the first time I think was probably the better of the two uh, because we were seeing people who we had never met before, but you have like two pairs of people who at least are connected together. Right. And, and that dynamic of like, oh, you're potentially going to play with each other. And then, nope, you're actually separated and on two different tribes. Right. And trying to think about, okay, well, who's on the other side who I want to get voted out uh, on my team to try to protect myself down the road just right. makes some really interesting gameplay when you're not really thinking about there's so much more to the game that happens than rather than what's happening on your beach alone. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree that that's a really good point. Yeah. Those twists were definitely great. If you were given the opportunity to play the game, and I know you have tried to apply before a number <laughs> of times. How do you think that you would model yourself and try to play the game? Yeah. I mean, I've obviously I've had time to think about that. Um, and I think as I've gotten older and, and wiser <laughs> since I first applied, uh, my, my strategies have kind of jumbled in my head over the years and changed a bit. I mean, the first time I applied was like literally right as I was turning 18, I started making the video while I was still 17. <laughs> and then the day I turned 18, like the day after that or something like that, I threw it all together and sent it in. So I was so eager, but and then I did it two times after that. So I think I've applied three times total, but I could look back at those now and like, I'm like, wow, I'm such a different person now mm -hmm. compared to then. So my strategy going in would probably be, I still think would be modeled a little bit after like Todd from Survivor China. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know I've made a reference to that season a lot in, uh, so far already, but it really just that season was great. And I loved Todd's gameplay. Like he was one of those people who kind of like, you know, in today's seasons could be compared to like a Tony who on day one is on the beach, like 
not scrambling, but you like, you know, talking to people, making relationships, like right out the get go, because that's really important. Nonetheless, not so much forming alliances, but just having relationships with people, just like everybody get to know everybody, talk to everybody. And I remember Todd was very much so like that. And he like found his little people in making those relationships that he knew he could, that could protect him, but also he could kind of like manipulate on the side, if that makes sense. hundred percent. Uh, I've had other people tell me that if I was to play the game, that Todd would actually be the closest person that they think that I would model the game after. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny that we both had the same person. You you agree? Todd as well? Yeah. Um, because I've, I've always thought his gameplay was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Like how he was able to both like keep a core group of Alliance together, which especially in the modern day is very hard to do. But right. then he was also able to like manipulate a whole lot of people on like his next outer circle in right. ways that like were absolutely hilarious. Yes, Absolutely. If you uh, were able to get on the show, who from your family would you choose to join you uh, for the family visit? I I know like in the past, and this is like, i almost, I feel bad now for saying this, but when I was younger, I would always say my brother because they used to make the loved ones do a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really, they haven't done that in a while. At least I don't think. And so I would always say my brother <laughs> and I feel bad for saying that because the real, the person who sh- should come and would come if I were to go on the show would be my mom. Uh, obviously <laughs> I think she knows that, um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely my mom. And I mean, she's basically the reason I watched survivor now. So, is yeah, it, definitely my mom. Is it your brother because you want to win that uh, challenge? <laughs> yeah. Cause if it was the challenge, I would want my brother there to help me win. <laughs> Now you do know that more often you don't want to win that challenge to make yourself as a bigger threat. So maybe you should pick your mom. Right. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. Cause then when you win, you have to pick, it's always two people usually and their, and their loved one to go on the challenge. Like, yeah, that makes you such, that puts such a target on your back. Right. Right. And everyone knows it. Everyone Mm -hmm. knows. So yeah, it's, it's always ironic. Uh, So we are now about a month away from the air date of survivor season 41 yeah, And I think what makes this a little bit more special is that we have now gone about probably a year and a half now without a season of Survivor. So uh, with mm-hmm. the pandemic, we were supposed to have season 41 uh, start sometime in the spring of 2020. But uh, with the, uh, the lockdowns and everything, they didn't think it was a good thing to happen. And now this past summer, they were able, or I guess spring now, they would have been able to film season 41. So we are now very close to that air date. Mm -hmm. Now CBS hasn't officially released the cast, but people like you and I already know who the cast is going to be. If you are someone who doesn't like spoilers, now might be a time to turn off this podcast, but if not, you can keep listening. So from the list of people who are going to be on season 41, what are some early thoughts that you have about the cast and who you might think might win? See, yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I, I agree with you that I'm definitely one of those people who can, I'll go and I'm going to look at spoilers and see the cast. I cannot make an assessment for like, like I could just, I could just can't do it. Like I could look at all these pictures and I just think, yeah, they, they look like they can play the game. Mm-hmm. And like, so I'm, I'm, I'm really bad at making predictions. Like, 
I, I've been ever since you sent me the list, I just like kind of glance at it every here and there, and I'm like, man, I like I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm swiping through it, and I'm just thinking to myself, any of these people <laughs> could win the game. So, but in all seriousness. <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm stumping on it right now. I don't. Know. Uh, what are your thoughts? I, I genuinely hear your thoughts. Yeah, so I, I you know, it's very hard because all we know is a photo, an age, a name, a location, and that's really it. Now, the one interesting thing I'm not sure if you knew this: both Survivor and Big Brother this year have done a really good job with trying to cast a more unique cast in terms of like in terms of race. So rather than just having, say, one or two people who are African-American, having like a more balanced crowd, so like 50% might, I don't know what the exact number is. Because Survivor really, what it comes down to is a social game. And sometimes we just don't relate to people who don't relate in our inner circle. And it has tend to happen where if you are not part of a tribe who is kind of part of who you are as a culture, you tend to get voted out early on. So I'm glad that they've kind of leveled the playing field. And then that now makes it really open for anyone to absolutely win. Yeah, I would agree. That's a really good point. And yeah, diversifying up the, the, the cast is a, is huge. And I agree. I'm very glad that, that it's becoming more, every cast is becoming a little bit more diverse because it, it it makes the game a lot more interesting and people interact with with each other more. And uh, yeah, so I, yeah, just looking at the, the crowd, yeah, you definitely see it's very diverse, which is amazing. I guess my only, and then maybe not in terms of like who I think is going to win, but maybe a rooting interest is, so Survivor has now, given more opportunities for Canadians to be cast on the show. So <laughs> on, on this season, there is a Canadian and I believe um, we won't get into it now, but uh, they already have the cast for season 42 already. Oh, and, I wow. believe, and I believe there are two Canadians on that season. Wow. Yeah. That's, so that's awesome. In season 41, there is someone named Erica Cospenman. Um, who is a 32-year-old from Toronto, Ontario, about an hour outside of where I live, who is a communications professional. So I will be cheering for Erica for this upcoming season. All right, let's go, Erica. I'm totally, I'll, I'll go with you. Let's, that's two for Erica. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one thing you want our listeners to get out of today's conversation about Survivor? Hearing our perspective on the game as like mega fans, I think when you hear two people who are very passionate about something, talk about something that they love and that they want to share with other people, that's a way better uh, way of introducing something new to somebody than say, just like someone who had seen it once or twice, you know? So if you're listening to this episode, because you want you, you're thinking about watching survivor. These are two people who will absolutely give you two thumbs up and tell you exactly why. So that's what I want people to get out of today's conversation. This is exactly why you should watch it. And I always end my episodes with this one last question, and I will ask you as well. What is something you want to learn more about? And again, it does not have to be related to our conversation about the awesome TV show Survivor. Uh, well, I love to learn in general. I love learning about all sorts of things all the time. I love reading books. I love watching movies and 
documentaries, all of that. But uh, And I have a lot of hobbies because of that reason, because I love to learn. Uh, but I'd say one hobby I've been trying to excel at a bit more and, and learn a bit more every day from is uh, photography. So that's why, I, like I told you earlier, I was listening to your previous episode about photography, which your listeners should check out as well. Well, thank you so much. And I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and can learn more about Survivor and the game that we love and how we met and become friends and hope everyone can tune in on September 22nd to the start of Survivor 41. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning into the Have You Ever podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Do you have a topic you would like me to explore? I would love to hear from you. You can follow me on Instagram at haveyouever.podcast. Have a great day and stay curious.